Good morning, family. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Armor. I'm your co-host, Big Brother Boone, and I'm joined by my podcast partners. This is Joe. Russ. All right, fellas, what's going on? What's going on this morning, man? How are you? Just peachy. Like that. Like that. Right, so what's on the agenda, fellas? Talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. What's I think um I think we had decided to piggyback on uh on last uh last week's podcast on concerning entrepreneurship, right? Minding your business. Minding your yes, business. Sir. So yeah, with that, we decided to uh bring on a special guest uh to talk about that entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, love it. So with, without further ado, Brother Boone, why don't you introduce our elite guest? I, I feel so unworthy, but I'm going to do the best that I can. <laughs> yeah. Daryl Spears is the founder and CEO of Elite Conversations. He's an executive business coach and strategist, certified TV producer, certified podcast producer, and trainer. He's a polished leader, business coach, and public speaker with over 25 years of business management, development, and leadership experience in both corporate America and ministry. His well-rounded business background includes stints with several Fortune 500 companies, including Sprint, GE, British Telecom, and Ernst & Young. Mr. Spears' key attributes include his expertise in business development and his ability to provide guidance and coaching to business owners and entrepreneurs at all levels. He is well known in the business and ministry communities for having great character and a desire to see others succeed. As a business success strategist, Daryl provides business development and execution strategies to his clients. Elite Conversations has been in existence since 2016. The company has a mission to help business owners obtain the knowledge, resources, and connections that are needed to be successful. This is done through the EC Business Development Academy and EC Premium Media and Communications. Without further ado, let's welcome Deacon Daryl Spears. Hey, hey, hey. 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 What's up, my brother? What's happening? Thanks for giving me all of that, but I think I forgot your address, Joe. I need to send out the checks. They, they, I'll be sending them out soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, yes, indeed. I, I take. We'll take Cash App too, so don't worry about oh, that. Oh, that's right. I can just get the Cash App. I'll get that out today. I appreciate that. Uh, well, thank, no, you, appreciate thank you, thank you, Daryl. We want to thank you for sitting and joining us at the table today to uh, uh, talk about you know, your strategies, um, how you, how you got where you are, what gave you that vision. And then, um, and, and being able to impart that to, uh, us so that we can, uh, better, better equipped us for our entrepreneurial journeys as well. So thank you for doing that. Absolutely. No problem. No problem. I actually owe y'all, man. Shoot. Y'all been pouring into me over the last, Three or four months, man. They'll tell you this podcast has been great. It's been a privilege to serve you guys. And the impact I know you guys are making is just huge to not only our community, but men around the country. So I'm just sort of taking a little privilege to say thank you guys. And I, I want to say to the listeners too, I mean, those that have been listening, especially the men, 
what you've been hearing is truly authentic. I know sometimes, especially, you know, men that uh, might be men out there, it's like, there's no way these guys in this type of relationship, they're just transparent, just authentic with each other. But I can tell you for sure that this is real. These guys have been this way for years. And it's just a blessing that, you know, when you guys came to me asking me to uh, produce this for you, I jumped on it because I know that the brothers out there that really need to hear what you guys were sharing because you've been doing it for years and building each other up and encouraging each other. And brothers need to hear too that it's not, you know, always a good thing. It's all not everything is not always peachy keen. If there are problems that we deal with with men, Mm-hmm. So every time I release one of y'all podcasts, I'm just overjoyed to have brothers that are willing to be transparent online, willing to share authentic, you know, situations and things that occur in life. And I'm just, I'm just excited of what you guys are going to do. Y'all just <laughs> the tip of the iceberg right now, but I just want people to know that this is a real relationship because the brothers is, you know, on, on average, brothers just don't do this. It's, you know, growing up, I'd never right. had these relationships as a youth or a young adult. Um, and so I know how important it is, you know, for women, it's, it's a little much more easier for them to come together and bond and yeah, you know, yeah. encourage and cry, yeah. but you don't find men doing that. And so <laughs> right, right. we need to change the narrative to say, hey, look, you got to have somebody in your life that's accountable to you, that you're accountable to them, that you can be transparent with. And so it gives, I think it gives brothers hope that, hey, I don't have to do this by myself. So I appreciate what you guys are doing. Sure thing. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Got to get his cash out. Exactly. How about that? <laughs> Reciprocal. Reciprocal energy. I love yes, that. indeed. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm truly humbled by, by those words, man. Me too. Uh, Me too. These, these guys. So anyway, I, I could go, I could go on and on. I could tap one of that for another. Yeah, we might have to come man. back and do a uh, show just on that. Because yeah, exactly. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. So I apologize for just breaking up everything. This is not what the show is about, but I think the listeners really need to hear that because I'm sure that people out there is like, there's no way these guys just like this all the time. But I could tell you for sure, I know these guys, this, this is their relationship. And I, I really like what you guys are sharing out there to the community into the world appreciate that, really. appreciate that. Awesome. yeah awesome yeah so so go ahead russ i know you had uh you had some uh questions lined up that joe grinding my axe because uh <laughs> i'm sitting here you know daryl and i being entrepreneurs and and uh having similar uh um paths in terms of being business owners i had a bunch of questions and you know me being interviewed last time you know, it was interesting telling my story, but now I'm, I'm actually very excited to, to hear another entrepreneur story because um, I think in my interview, I mentioned continuing to learn. That was one of the things mm-hmm. my mentor told me. And I think it's imperative for anyone um, doing business to look for and speak, talk to other people that are in business so you can learn from them. So with, with that in mind, uh, Daryl, my, my first, I, I, you know, I wrote down a few questions, but my first question, this is because uh, the guys asked me about this, uh, you know, last week, but my, my number one question is going to sound a little off, maybe a little off, but did you, when you decide to go into business for yourself, did you actually have a business plan? I had business plans written up, but they wasn't in a formal uh, format. So, okay. Um, for me, 
entrepreneurship has been my life story. You know, I, I haven't run a business before until now, but all my life I've been an entrepreneur. I've always documented just things I've done in business. I keep manuals. I keep journals. Even in corporate America, I always took notes. Um, okay. I was fortunate enough to work for people that took me under their wings. And mm-hmm. most of my positions, I worked for either you know a director or a VP. And so I was just blessed to have people to really pour into me. So a lot of times <laughs> we're sitting in corporate in the conference room for meetings and stuff like that. I'm listening and taking notes for what I need to do with a job, but I'm also taking notes for, you know, this is what you need to do when yeah. you're in a position to run a business. So yep. by the time I started um, my business, I probably had at least two books full of mm-hmm. notes, mm-hmm. I mean, full of notes. So right. I had yeah. the information there. Right. I didn't have it in a formal uh, document. Okay. Um, and so as when I started the business, I did pull from that in terms of how I wanted to structure my business and how, you know, I did some market analysis because I really wanted to understand what my market was going to be and take the experience that I have because I knew I wanted to go into business development, business coaching. Okay. And so I wanted to understand, first and foremost, why every time I read something, I, you know, 60, 70 80% of businesses were going under within right. three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't want yeah. that to be me. Mm-hmm. And so that turned out to be a passion of mine is to try, try to figure out how I can be helpful to those startup companies and keeping them wow. in business until they can get to their break-even point and start to you know, make profit so they can stay in business. And so yeah. that's where the business assessments came from. That's where the business started. Okay, We did business coaching but our target audiences was for businesses that make less than $100,000 a year or who have been in business less than uh, three years or less. Okay. And gotcha. so that, that came out of that. So, yeah, I did have some, some form of uh, business plan and research that I did before we launched the company. That's awesome. No, <clears throat> I appreciate that. That's a, that's a great answer. Because the reason I asked that question, <clears throat> because I think so many people sometimes um, – uh, don't go into business because I, at least I've heard in my experience, they go, well, I don't know how to put together a business plan. And there's, there's all these things, you know, I, I don't have, I don't have to do a formal business plan where you just describe something. I think that is key, which is you, you learn from your experiences and you, you take all that, but you find your passion and you, you certainly have found your passion because you said you wanted to find out why businesses don't last and how you can help them. And, and, you know, just from a you know, personal testimony, looking at your business and watching how you touch other small business owners, I think is a testament to the fact that you, you know, you did have some plan, you're following it, but at the same time, it didn't have to be that formal plan, you know, where you check off box one, box two. I just want to, I just want to think that's a key point for entrepreneurship that you don't have to have a formal plan, but you do have to have some passion have a, have a plan. Exactly. So anyway, no, I appreciate it. Thank you, man, for answering that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for cutting all, cutting you off right there, Russ. But Sorry, I remembered what, what you said when we interviewed you. Okay. You didn't have a formal plan, but you had to have a plan. And that's uh, that's what I heard Daryl say yeah. um, throughout that that process. 
because one of the things that jumped off the page at me was that you took notes throughout your career, Mm -hmm. watching others, how they were doing it. And you kind of formulated your business strategies from that. And that was powerful. That's a great nugget. That was. Yeah, that was encouraging. And like I say, it, 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 the reason I was able to do that was because of the type of people I were working for. I mean, mm-hmm. they just gave me opportunities. My f- first job at Sprint, um, I was working for a gentleman named Mr. Holiday, and he took me under his wings mm-hmm. and taught me a lot. And at age 23, he, he promoted me to be a supervisor. I was supervising 20 people. <laughs> At 23, and I'm like, what in the world? You yeah. know, but he saw a lot in me. Yeah. And, you know, showed me a lot. And 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 really you have to be willing to jump in there and do the work as well. And just like I tell my daughter all the time, you will never have to worry about a job if your goal is is to make your boss look better. If you mm. put him first, man. Um, and that was one of the things that really helped me in corporate America. I was always looking for a way of how I can improve the process or, or make him look good. You know, so even if I'm listening in a, a conference room, I'm listening to, hey, what are some of the things that he's sharing in this meeting? You can he'll tell you what the problem is, not face to face, but as he explaining to the team. And so I've always been the one to say, OK, well, I see this is a need. Let me see if I can come up with a solution. But I wouldn't go to that person until I had a solution. I wouldn't go and say, hey, I can fix it. Yeah. You have to start to think about what that solution is. So it's the same thing with the business here. And the business assessment is really what I'm trying to do is figure out what your needs are, where the blind spots are, and how can I help you fix those blind spots. So putting people first, you, you, you're always going to do well. Um, in business and life and really understanding what their needs are and, and being able to address it, being able to address those pain points. Uh, that's, that's a great, yeah, that's great. And, and that's a biblical principle, obviously. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I love it, man. That's, that's a powerful point right there. I'm, I'm taking all this in. I mean, I'm like, wow, from, from Katie Diz to Super Cent and, and look where my brother <laughs> is now. Wow. How about that? <laughs> It's, a, it's been an amazing journey. When did you know that it was time to walk away from corporate America? One day I was headed to work <laughs> and man, I was in the pocket lot, man. And I just, it's just, I was done. I was man, boohooing, crying. I was like, Lord, why am I working in a job that I like, you know, making six figures, but uh-huh. feeling miserable. Man. You know? And it wasn't the people, it wasn't the job. Like I said, all of my jobs have been great, but I was at a point where I just did not feel like I could go. I did not want to go to my grave not knowing if mm. I could make it work. Wow. You know, I, I felt like I had had done enough in corporate America to know that I can do that, and I was satisfied with that. But I just didn't want to go back into an office and sit there and have somebody to dictate how I was going to, you know, operate for the rest of my career. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see, you know, all that God has given me, all that he's taught me, all of the purpose he's put in me, what, how I can use that to help other people. And so I had to ask myself the question, are you yeah. willing to sacrifice to make that happen? That was the point. It, it really was, you know, that day. And at that time, 
sort of starting to make a decision to make the transition. That was a challenging time because not only was I looking to start my own business, but at that time, my daughter was um, finishing up high school. She, you know, we was traveling a lot. She was a volleyball player. So mm-hmm. you have to think about all those things, you know, the household. Can you keep things going? My daughter got ready to start college. And for me, praying about it, God gave me the go ahead. I felt comfortable with it. He was like, hey, I got your back. Um, you've done the work, you know, you've put in the effort, you have the knowledge and it's just a matter of walking in faith and being able to do the work. And I think one of the things I'm realizing now, and I'm sure Rust will hop on this, is that you have to have a level of maturity in business and you have to have a life that will sustain you in business. I'm learning now that the, the products and the know-how is good, but how you show up in life is how you're going to show up in business. And so mm-hmm. that's one of the things God has shared me. You know, you've been dedicated and been mm-hmm. you know, doing what you need to do to learn, to help others. As long as I take that same attitude, that same goal and desire to help people into my business, I was going to be successful. Don't get yeah. caught up on the money. Don't get caught up on trying to be big and do this and do that and show up and have the big car, but show up the same way you show up in life. And in business, that's what happens. Um, that's true. And I think that's what has, has gotten us to the point where we've been around seven years. Um, and I think that that's is great. one of the big reasons people do fail. It's not because of the know-how. They know what they, they know, but mm-hmm. they take a lot of what, who they are in life into business. So if you're in life, if you're fearful, if you're, you know, procrastinator, if you, yes. you can't make a decision, is my hand on that. Person, you're going to take those same attributes into your business. Yeah. You know, but if you're a go-getter, if you're faithful, if you, uh, you know, if, if you consult Christ and God in your life, in life, the same way you show up in life, you take those same attributes in the business. And that's where the success comes from, because. The money is not going to keep you there. It's your values, your purpose, your goals. That's what's going to keep you working because the money is not going to always be there. So when the money goes away, what are you going to do? If you don't have those core values, if you haven't developed that personal life that that has brought you where you are in life into business, it's, it's going to show up somewhere. Man. <laughs> you know, if you're not doing mm-hmm. the work in life, it's good. That same mentality is going to show up in business and you're going to look back and figure out, oh, oh, that's where it went wrong. Yeah, yeah. man, that's powerful. Man, you said a mouthful. I, I, you said something key because I, I remember my mentor when I first started business, something he said to me, which resonates with, with what you just said. He says, Russ, just remember, son. And I was young then. He goes, money makes you more of what you already are. So mm, his mm, point was, you know, mm. I give you a million dollars, but if you're if you're you know a spender and you're you don't have any wisdom and don't know how to save money or invest money, whatever, you, you're gonna still be broke. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I think money, you know, like to your point, you it cannot your business, uh, your business aspirations, your entrepreneurial aspirations cannot be all about the money. If you want it to be, that's fine. But I believe, like you just said, I think that's a, a mistake that many people make versus following something they love to do, you know, and helping something they can do to help others. So great, Amen. great point. Great point. Amen. So we're going to take that great point and go to a great break. All and right. We're going to come back 
and uh, yeah. dig into Daryl's brain just a little bit more. Love it. All righty. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Hey, what's up, fellas? If you're looking for healthy, thought-provoking conversations on a variety of topics dealing with life issues, be a transparent, open dialogue for men who need a dose of honest, engaging, and heartfelt discussions. Tune in to Inside the Armor, airing Mondays at 8 a.m., hosted by Joe, Russ, and yours truly, Boone. We would love to have you vibe with us as we talk about our trials and our triumphs our messes, and our successes. Join us for Inside the Armor, Mondays at 8 a.m. Iron Sharpening Iron, one podcast at a time. All right, we are back. We are feasting and i don't know about my co-host but i'm like in awe mm-hmm. you know <laughs> because uh, of his passion because of the way that he has grown mm-hmm. and uh what i what i heard from him was it wasn't about the money i mean he he was making big bank right but there was still something lacking in terms of uh, his self-fulfillment mm-hmm. and and so to, to my brothers out here that are listening, if if you're getting into it for the money, you're getting into it for the wrong reason. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, Daryl has shared that he was making six figures. He was doing well, but right. but something was missing. Mm-hmm. Something was missing. Um, how did you come up with the name Elite Conversations? Oh, yeah. Great question. That is a great question. <laughs> 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 that is a great question because tell you the truth, I, I, I can't remember to to the day or the situation. Mm-hmm. It was something that came up. I don't know if it was something that was said, I heard, but I, when I heard it, I knew that was it. I was like, oh, that's a great name. And one I think one of the reasons too is because I knew that you know teaching, coaching was going to be a big part of the company. And when I think about elite conversations. I'm not thinking about it in terms of the person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not thinking about it in terms of who's sharing the information. I don't care if it's someone big time. It could be anybody. And I think the, converse, what, the conversation is more important than the person. And I think one of the things I always wanted to do 
in business, whether I'm coaching or doing an interview, is to try to share knowledge, information, and resources that can help another business owner take their business to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I think, you, and it's sort of what you guys do with your podcast, you're sharing knowledge and information that can help another brother get through some things or understand things better. To me, those are what I call elite conversations. They have purpose behind it. They have meaning behind it. And it gives you some form of how to. So the elite refers to the conversation, not necessarily to the person. So, you know, I never want people to think that we, we name it so that we can get a certain type of individual. No, it's all about the conversation and whether it's meaningful enough to help another person. We have a spread that's at this table right now, man. I mean, I'm, I'm eating it up. One, yeah, of, one of the things that, um, that is kind of tying into what Boone said, I like what you said about the elite conversations, the, the meaning behind that, yeah. because a lot of times I, I know what's lacking in our community are those conversations. You know, there's a lot of conversations about, uh, you know, um, the negative, yeah. but to have those positive conversations for a lot of people that may not be existing in their in, in the home or in their neighborhood, just to be able to have that a place where they can come and hear something that's going to impact them in a positive way. That's a, that's a great, great uh, format mm-hmm. for your business. And especially when you said that your focus is on startup businesses, because a lot of times they need that coaching, but mm-hmm. they don't necessarily know where to go to get it. And just to have someone coaching them through those uh, turbulent waters at time, you know, that's a powerful thing, Daryl. And we thank you for the, having that vision and, and imparting your knowledge that you've gained over the years to help somebody who's just getting started, man. Um, yeah. Many blessings to you for that. I know God's smiling on you about that. Absolutely. Appreciate that, Jim. In the first half, you mentioned you do a market analysis. You did a market analysis uh, before you got started. So for somebody who doesn't necessarily know what that is or how to go about that, how would you describe doing a market analysis? Um, it, you have to understand what your product and service is going to be first. So what, what do you offer that can address a major need in the market? Okay. And so... You know, I've heard a lot of great leaders talk about addressing the need. You know, one of my favorites is, is Bishop Jakes when he talks about hunger <laughs> and, and creating a, mm. a need or creating a solution that meets individuals that have a need or have a hunger to resolve something. So really understanding what you do that helps others. And once you understand what you do to solve that problem, then you, your market study is really going out to find out who is your target audience. Yeah. You know, so if you're gotcha. uh, reaching, you know, your, your purpose is to deal with men that um, have a need on how to be a better husband, you know, you figure out, well, what do I do to provide a solution to help me with that? Do I do counseling? Do I do some one-on-one training? Uh, I have have a couple of books. So I've identified how I can help you. 
help them. Now I go out and figure out where that target audience is or who do I want as my target audience. Mm -hmm. And and I'm sure Russ has heard this before. If you say everybody's your target audience, then I know nobody's your target audience. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as everybody being your target audience. And so the more narrow you can identify your target, the more likely you are to be successful. It's just like anything else, just like a doctor or a nurse or a dentist. Mm-hmm. You want to be seen as the subject matter expert in your area. Mm-hmm. So if one year you're focused on, you know, helping men with marriage and all that good stuff. And then the next year you're into creating men's suits. Then the brothers wow. that last year looking at you was like, oh, I thought you was the expert in marriage. Wow. Yeah, you're telling mm-hmm. me you're making soup. So, you know, if I go to, yeah. if I want to go to, if I need to have brain surgery, I want that doctor, whoever's going to be doing that surgery, that's all he do is eat, sleep, and think. Yeah. Brain yeah. And yeah. so your market study is really to help identify who your target is, what do you do to solve their pain points, and how can you show up as the expert in that area? And once you understand those three components, you're yeah. off and running. And now you can you can start to build your business, your process, and your system to meet those three things. Right, right. But your market is going to tell you that. You can't determine. That's why the market study is so important because you, and my mentor schooled me on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can't tell the market how good your product is, what it's going to do. You have to get it out there mm-hmm. and let them tell you how good it is, how much it's worth. I think a lot of businesses never start up because they're so focused on trying to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And you, try, yeah. you think you got a great product. You think yep. it's going to save the world, yeah. but you haven't put it out there to find out. And you never start because... You're still trying to get the product perfect. You're never going to get it perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, and just like my mentor told me, once you get to 51%, it's time to go. The market is going to tell you the rest of it. Right. You might spend all this time and money on a mm-hmm. product, you build it, you got the logo, you got the, the LLC and all this stuff. And I've seen it happen. And they put it out on the market and it's mm-hmm. like crickets. Mm-hmm. You know, because you've won, you haven't identified your audience. So even if it's a good product, you might be pitching it to the wrong people that don't need it mm-hmm. because you haven't done the homework. And so it's so important to have that. And, and that will get you out there. Let the market tell you how to change it. Our podcast platform looks nothing like it did when we first started, because once mm-hmm. we put it out there, our host that we were bringing in, our clients were saying, oh, do you, can you do this? Can you do that? Why don't you have this? Why don't you have that? And so that helped me to tweak it. And we constantly mm-hmm. tweaked it, constantly improved. You know, as we got more uh, hosts, we had to figure out how to streamline better. So we had to get to the point where we started doing our editing and we can bring it down from 20 minutes per podcast. We got it all the way down now to about eight minutes per podcast. That's only because... The market made us do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh -uh, We can't do this now in 20 minutes and be successful. We got more people coming now. I got to bring this always down under eight minutes. Yeah. You know, and a lot of things that a lot of new products that we come out with, all that stuff came from feedback from our host. It was like, hey, this is what we would like. And so if I had waited and tried to figure that out on my own, I'd still be trying to to launch it. You'd, You'd still be at the starting gate. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's great. I, I can definitely relate to to all of that, man. What you just said because um, we've had the conversation in the past. How I'm spinning, I'm spinning wheels trying to put all of these things together, and and am not going anywhere. Instead of putting it out there, doing what I need to do to get started. Yeah. Going back to that business plan. Mm-hmm. Trying to create this business plan instead of doing the plan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so so yeah that that's a great great uh, uh thank you for sharing that yeah yeah just get out there one of one of the assignments I've given a couple of my clients this was before COVID you know if you have a product or if you have a book or whatever you're selling that's physical you know mm-hmm. find but before COVID we used to have all of these conferences especially in this area there's mm-hmm. a conference or something going on every day mm-hmm. but if you can find a conference or uh something that's going on that where your target audience is there mm-hmm. it's better for you to spend that five hundred dollars to set up a vending table to have your product so that people can sell, even if you don't sell anything that day people gonna yep. tell you what they like what they don't like yep. it's better to do that before you even go and set up your business find yep. out if people like your product you know get out there and push it be like damon john he was selling stuff out of the trunk of his car yeah. yeah, you know, but he let the market tell him if his product, his stuff was going to be good. So, you know, I, I wanted to put that out there because I think a lot of business owners, especially starting up, they get stuck and get into yeah. this fear mode because they want to be perfect. You're never going to be perfect. You got to get out there and break it. If you're not trying to break it, you're not going to grow. Right, right. Man, man that's, whew, that is great. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I love it. Um, I, I was, when, you know, when you were talking about your name earlier, you know, elite conversations, um, the way it hit me personally. So when I think of elite, I think of high, I think of um, something that's high end, it's exclusive to some degree. But the fact that, you know, elite conversations, as, as you stressed the word conversations, I, I uh, you know, I, I, I think it's imperative that, you know, as a small business owner, you know, as you're formulating your plan, you know, you're obviously striving for success. And like you were saying, there's no perfect plan necessarily, but I do think you have to have that vision. And when I look at elite, I think, okay, I want to, I want to be elite. I want to, I want to go to another level. So I just appreciate your business even more now, you know, here, hearing you, because I've, you know, I've known you for a while, but I've never heard your story. So I'm just saying all that to say, I, I can even appreciate your business even more. And uh, I would dare say anybody listening, but this is not a plug. Daryl's not paying me, but <laughs> y'all, y'all need to, y'all need to call this cat. That's all I'm saying. I'm not even, I'm being just transparent and real. If you have a small business idea, uh, thought you're in business right now, I would challenge, not even challenge. I'm going to tell everyone just to call your company because you, your company has so much um, to offer to benefit any entrepreneur out there. That's, I'm convinced of that now, knowing what I know now. And, and obviously, uh, being a, um, uh, uh, you know, being a customer now it's, it's that real. So anyway, I say all that to say, man, I appreciate you. I, I appreciate that. Russell. I, I think, I think, you know, this, this as much as I do, the, the journey is the key. Yeah. You know, it's not, the goal is one thing, but I think the reward comes in the journey. And as an entrepreneur, you got to be willing that. to tough it out, yeah. understand the ups and downs, the lows, the highs. Yeah. You know, that's the fulfillment part of, of the journey, man, and just going through it. I think a lot of people have to be prepared 
for the journey and not just look at the end goal or try to model themselves after someone, you know. Good point. <laughs> I still remember I went to a Howard game and I was sitting there, was watching the football game, me and one of my, my buddies. And it was these two young men sitting in front of us, mm-hmm. you know, very articulate, great young men. And they was talking about ministry. And this one young guy happened to bring up Pastor Jenkins' name. He was like, man, you know, I would love to be, you know, like Pastor Jenkins. I love what he's doing. So I don't, I've never seen him at our church, but maybe he was. Mm-hmm. And um, it just jumped in my mind. And I almost wanted to tap him on the shoulder and ask him, you want to be Pastor Jenkins, but are you willing to do what Pastor Jenkins did to get to where he is? Yeah. So yeah. people want the goal, they want the reward, but I don't yeah, know if yeah. they really want the journey. Mm-hmm. Great <laughs> the, point. The journey is the make or break, I'm telling you. So doing a lot of coaching and seeing businesses that disappear, it, it's just, I mean, even in the six, seven years I've been in business, companies have disappeared since right. I've started. Just since I've started, and a lot yeah. of it is trying to manage their way through the journey and that's why me and russ are both saying the money ain't gonna get it it's got to be something higher some a cause bigger than you mm-hmm. to get you through the journey um and and maybe we could talk about it next time one of the things that i've always share with individuals that i'm coaching mm-hmm. we're going through four seasons at all times so mm-hmm. we're in a season of preparation okay. a season of planning Mm-hmm. A season of execution and then a season of growth. Mm-hmm. You got to go through those seasons to like keep that. moving forward. So, you know, if you try to go from a season of preparation right to a season of growth, it ain't gonna uh-huh. happen. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you got gotcha. to get your planning, and then you have to execute before you can get there. So, there yeah, those yeah. stages have things that you have to do within them, and that's all a part of the journey to to sustaining a business. It's easy to start a business. Yep. To sustain a business is the that's the, the job. That's the goal. That's the, that's the goal. You know, that's what it takes. And that's mm-hmm. this is not easy to do. And I'm sure Russ will understand this too. I'm a what I'm sharing today <laughs> yeah. is coming from a lot of mistakes, a lot of things that I've done wrong. Amen. But it's amazing how much I've matured in just six years. Right. And it's just like life. You know, when you're born, you're not you don't come out walking or riding a bike. That's you right. know, you got to grow. You got to take baby steps. And I'm noticing now that it's the same thing in business. When you start, you're starting fresh and you have mm-hmm. to mature. And the only way you're going to mature is to go through the journey. There are things that I can't teach you. Russ can't teach you. You got to go through it, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you gotta go through it, and yeah, and that's absolutely. what you know. That's the make or break, and you have to be able to stick through that. And I can say for sure, if you're trying to do it without the Lord, if you try to do it without some counsel and some biblical word in yeah, you, and somebody that you can talk to when yeah. nobody else around, and you're up at three o'clock in the morning trying to get some stuff done when everybody's asleep. And it's just you and the Lord. And you mm-hmm. need oh, that guidance every, yeah. I ain't gonna say every single day, every minute of the day. Yeah, I, how about I'm, that? Throughout the whole day, I'm like, I don't do nothing now without asking God for advice on it. And, uh, me and the Holy uh, Spirit are like boys now. That's what we just <laughs> like, hey, Oh, man. Know, Come I, on, man. I, I ain't trying to do nothing else without that's the Holy real. Spirit. You hear me? Real yeah, talk. Yeah. Real talk. And you know, and that, and that, 
yes, that sir. comes with a level of maturity to recognize that you need them. You know, that was going to be one of my questions for you was uh, how does God play in your business strategy, your plans? What, you know, what, what role does he play in that? And you kind of answered it just then yeah. Yeah. with, uh, you know, being, being that, that connection that keeps you going when you don't know what to do. So, but uh, yeah. It's so important because where it, you're but, going, yeah. God is already there. Mm. <laughs> that's what we got to understand. He knows where you're going. He knows your journey. So why yep. not ask him how to get there? He's already there. Man, if you, you have access, right. If you, you have agree. access, God, if you have access, I think that's the key there. If you have access to the power of the universe, like if you have access to the ultimate power, my only question is, why wouldn't you tap into it? Yeah, that's right. And I'll leave it there without even. No, I'm not judging nobody. I'm just saying, if you have access to that, why wouldn't you just tap into that energy? Anyway, I think that's a great answer, man. I appreciate. But before you, before we move on, I do want to ask you: Can you repeat those four seasons again? Because even as an entrepreneur myself, recognizing what season I'm in, um, you know those those four seasons you mentioned in terms of preparation, I think. But mm-hmm. season of preparation. Okay. Season of planning. Planning, okay. Season of execution. Got it. And the season of growth. Man, that's cool. That is key. You know, and and, and that's something, and, and to put it in terms where you can sort of see it, it's just something that we do in life. You just think okay. about college. You know, okay. your college years are your years of preparation. Mm-hmm. You know, really years of preparation. You're learning things. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your understanding about your skill level, your understanding about yourself, what you can't do, can't do. And right. once you understand that, now it's time to sort of plan how you can use those things that you've learned okay. to create something or to help somebody or to start a business. So you, and we're talking about the business plan. So now we're creating yeah. a plan based okay. on everything that we prepared ourselves to do. Okay. Now when you get their plan done, now it's time to execute. And I can mm-hmm. tell you for sure, a lot of people that I coach, mm-hmm. that's the big sticking point at that point. Wow. Everybody's yeah. great at having ideas. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. With all this nice stuff. They're going to hear you. Do I'm that. And, and, and they got everything on plan. There's a lot of people that have a business plan, but now they're stuck because they don't have, I don't say the ability. Some of them are fearful and they're not ready to go into an execution mode. Right. Now it's time to get out there. You got to knock on some doors, tell okay. people what you do. You yeah. got to pitch your business. You got to sell. You got you got to be a salesman. So now you got to execute. And that's where the fear kicks in. Mm. You done done all this work, you know, prepared, okay. you know, plan. Right. And now you're telling me you're scared to execute. That's that's one of the reasons I tell them, look, go get you a vendor's table or something. And you got to get out there and figure out how to make it happen. You got to be like Damon Johns. You got to put everything in your trunk right. and go yeah. pull up at the grocery store somewhere and start executing. Let people know. Business card and the flyer and the logo ain't going to get you no sales. Right. <laughs> it's right. time to put on your tennis shoes and get out there and walk <laughs> on the street. And once you get to the place where you're comfortable at executing, okay. that's where the growth comes in. Now you're in the season of growth. And you can learn how to scale that thing and bring in people to help you and expand and do all that stuff. But Thank the you. execution yeah, piece is a sticking point for a lot of people. I get they it. Please, right there. They, I they get it. The, the share. Get it. I get that, man. I received that 100%. Yes. So, so Daryl, if, if someone needs help 
along their entrepreneurial journey? How do they get in touch with you? Shoot me an email at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com. You can go to eliteconversations.com on the website. You just type in eliteconversations.com. You can do Elite Conversations with an S or without an S. Either one. It'll take you to our website. Um, and you can give me a call. You can reach me at 301-900-5703. Uh, love to talk to you. I get excited to see, you know, people light up or to realize they can do this. Yeah. Yeah. You just need somebody to, to share a word. That's why, you know, what you say is so valuable. That's why, you know, God tells us to be careful for what we speak because it can either bring life or death. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, definitely reach out and I'd be glad to, to talk to anyone about that, but, uh, please. Yeah. That's a, yeah, please call. Like I said, if you look, if you got access to God, that's that's one thing. But mm-hmm. under 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 God, <laughs> you, you got access to elite conversations. And I, again, I'm not I'm not uh, blowing smoke. Uh, any entrepreneur out there needs to uh, call call this brother and uh, and grow. Absolutely. There's a scripture that that talks about that fear piece because you know we can look at fear as I've heard it said before. The scripture is uh, Proverbs 29 and 25, and it says that okay. um, the fear of man brings a snare. Mm-hmm. And if you imagine that snare, that's what's keeping you from moving forward. Mm-hmm. But whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Mm. Man, that's a good word right there. That's it. So, so yeah, let, let's let's uh, move beyond that snare. I'm going to speak to myself. Joe Morgan, move beyond that snare. <laughs> and trust that's right people. i'm speaking to myself too because i don't care how long you've been in business it's there you know oh, man. something that you have to, to get through and that's why it's important to go with god every minute of the day because when you come to those snares i'm telling you <laughs> i wish i could share some of the testimonies that miss amazing how i get to a point a crossroad and he's mm-hmm. right either he's there to tell me which way to go or he has somebody there for me yeah. Tell me which way to go. I can't tell you how many people have helped me through this process. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you. I from, have grown. From I have all grown of, today. Like I, I, I think I've eaten everything on the table today, bro. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want dessert. Yeah. <laughs> I want yeah, thank dessert. Thank you so now. much. Thank you so much, Daryl. Thank you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Daryl has indicated how you can get in touch with him if you. For whatever reason, want to get in touch with us? Please, you can, you can hit us at info. That's i n f o. That inside the armor at gmail.com. Info that inside the armor at gmail.com. Peace, 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 peace.